Hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 21. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan. Today we're talking group hug. If that hug was from a priest, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan, we're back for another adventure. How you doing, man? I can't believe you sometimes. I'm I'm fun. How you doing, Ryan? is going down? Uh, Not a whole bunch. The... Brow of my humor, I guess, has gone down a little mm. bit given my intro today, but <laughs> yeah. that'll all become given clear. Given it was somebody else's deck list, you just insinuated something well, very bad. Is he a priest? No. Well, then he's fine. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah. There it is. He's all good. So, before we get into the show, I think you said you had something you wanted to say beforehand. So, you say that, and then we'll get into how we get a hold of us on the social media. Oh, social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Big... Uh, Actual big shout-outs to a few people because we asked for lists for this week's show. So we're we're Arc of the Internet. Arc of the Internet. Second last episode. Second last episode. And we're preparing something special for next week. The Great White Buffalo. <laughs> nothing to do with a buffalo. That you know about. What? It could have something to do with a buffalo. You don't know. This week, <laughs> this week... We just wanted to say thanks to a couple guys. There is a Josh Sykes. Good name. Syke <laughs> Submitted a Nekuzar list. Chad Tompkins, friend of the show. Saw the name. Hated that we did Mill. Wait until he sees today's list. <laughs> <laughs> Submitted a Feldegriff list that we actually looked at because yep. it's kind of like this list. We actually looked at doing that list before we picked this one. We did. Sorry, Chad. <laughs> Runner-up. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride yep. on Commander Cookout Podcast. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, Alex Sid, dirty, dirty Cadell Thrasios partner control list. Like, nasty turn to kill you every time 1v1 list. I wanted to do it really bad. Uh. He was running through a bunch of the series of plays that I was just like, yep, yep, absolutely. That's the play. Yep, uh-huh. It was awesome. Uh, Jacob Weekly. He submitted a chaos deck, Ooh. and best one, Jeff Marshall submitted a Ifara deck. He submitted an Edric deck, wow. Sea Monsters, Saltai cool. Spirits. Dude submitted like half the internet to us. Nice, yeah. I um, like it. So we'll also, get to a- also a bridesmaid four times. Sorry, <laughs> Jeff Marshall. <laughs> but we'll get to some of those decks yeah. in, in later times. I'm sure that we're going to need to do this. Absolutely. Today we're talking about crew fix, but before we do. Brando's got to run through, I guess, where you can find us. And Ooh. before you do that, Ooh. we've kind of been a little bit misleading saying that we're on Google Play because I've been trying to get onto Google Play, but something to do with our RS, our, our RSS feed won't let me upload the show onto there. What? Ah. Now, the thing about it is there are lots of internet podcasts or our SS feed players online. If you're not on iTunes, you don't want to go to um, Podomatic or Commander Society. You can search for us on other RSS feed things and other podcast players online, and you can find us. I get asked a bunch of times what our RSS feed is, so people can do that. Can't give you any examples, but if you're using it, you already know what it is. So, eh. That's the thing. Eh. It's the thing. All right, so social media, CCO Podcast at Twitter. If you want to can, you know, be a part of the show, that's usually where our posters and oh. giveaways and stuff is. What? What? Oh, and, and we hit 100 followers. Oh, 
Which shit. doesn't seem like a big deal to some people, but F you, because it's a big deal to us. Yeah. And we said we'd give away a couple foils when that happened. At Random ones out of Brando's box. At 101. <gasps> Is that what it was? 101. Okay, you go through the rest of the stuff. I'll look at how many we, we have. Okay, so... Uh, like I was saying, CCO Podcast on Twitter, CCO Podcast on tappedout.net. That's where all of our deck lists we talk about are going to be. This particular one's on, on deck stats. Check the show notes for that one. We are commandercookout at gmail.com if you want to send us anything. Oh, oh. 102. Oh, shit. Let, let me get through this. Let sorry, me get through sorry. this. And then we'll get all excited about that. Where was I? Commandercookout at gmail.com if you want to send us things, money. Deck lists, questions, comments, nudies, no nudies, unless you get our logo tattooed on your butt. We have a new logo possibly in the works also, which is really exciting. I, you had me at nudies. Yeah. I'm down. And then also uh, Commander Cookout on the iTunes and the Google Play once we get up there, also on the regular Google thing. And I don't know our RSS feed. It's a bunch of numbers. You'll have to email us at commandercookout at gmail.com to get that information. There we are. And I'll repeat that for you near the end of the show. Tappedout.net? Tappedout.net talked about. CCO podcast? Yep. Commander yep. Society? Commander Society. We're also there. They're the website that picked us up. They treat us real good. We like them. They like us. We're good friends. Uh, shout out to Commander Time podcast. We are talking about Dean Goody. Dean Goody. His deck. Lame name. Lame name. Usually you say a good name. Well, this time it's lame. Dean See what I'm doing here? Is good I'm start- name. See, I'm starting a feud with Commander Time. Good-natured feud like we had with Snow-Covered Lands, but we beat them down. We won that feud, so yep. got to start a new one. Yep. Yep. So Commander Time? Going down. Yep. F you. What is going down? You are. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Secretly, we actually do appreciate you, the support. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. We certainly like them. Friends of the show. Yeah. Yeah, check them out. They're very good at being worse than us. <laughs> okay, so uh, I guess we gave it away, right? Dean Goody's. Crewfix list. Yes. I guess we give Crewfix a read at this point in the show, don't we? Yes, we usually do, yes. He got in touch with myself. I shot it out there that we were looking for lists on uh, Twitter, a couple Facebook groups, and he just happened to be part of that group. And as like 8,000 other people are also part of that group. Right. And he sent me the Crewfix list and wanted to talk about it. Me and him have been chumming around on Twitter a little bit, so... That's why he is now friend of the show, Dean Goody. Let's see here. Crufix is legendary enchantment creature god. So he's one of the Theros two-color gods. He's blue, green, three for a four, seven, indestructible. As long as your devotion to green and blue is less than seven, Crufix isn't a creature. Now, that's not important. The important parts are you have no maximum hand size. Excellent. Very good. If unused mana would empty... From your mana pool, that mana becomes colorless instead. That's also good. So it lets you just save mana every time you don't use it. Yeah. So what would one expect to normally see in a deck like this? Blue Sun Zenith? Yeah. And for that reason, you kind of have an opinion on the deck. I do. I actually do. Why don't you tell us what it is? Okay, this was sent to us, and you brought it up to me when we were deciding which deck we should do. Is Hey, check out this cool group hug deck that I got from this guy who claims he's not a priest on the internet. <laughs> he didn't claim that. That was you. Yeah, that was me. That was, that was all me. We don't know if it was him. Anyway, uh, and you send it along. I'm like, cool, I love group hug. We'll check that out. It's kind of an interesting dynamic you get to play with. There's lots of table politics. There's lots of internal magic. It's not just rules of the game. Lots of fun. Let's check that out. And I looked at the list, and I'm like, this isn't a group hug list. 
There's nothing about this deck that says group hug to me other than the fact that your opponents get to draw cards and tap their land for extra mana. This is a combo control deck that lets your opponents draw cards as part of you beating them. Ooh, shots fired. That's what this deck is to me. This is the kind of deck that I would sit down with and say, oh, it's Krufix? Cool. And I would ramp into something that I could use to beat this deck to death, and I would do it all the time. And that's not because the deck is bad. It's just because this is the kind of deck I hate playing against. Oh! Now, I think the rebuttal is when you look at, let's call it group hug, you don't... uh you don't really see anything different when you look at the shell of the deck, right? So group hug is everybody gets to draw cards. Everybody gets extra mana, right? And that's what this deck is doing. The difference is um, this deck isn't going to table snake or politic its way or um, flip it on you with, you know, all of the cards hitting the table and being 15 different huge creatures. It's going to... Flip it on you when it says uh, everybody draw 90 cards. And it just wins a little bit of a different way. But if you look at it on the other side, there's a shell that's group hug. That's yep. your howling mind, your font of mythos, your draw extra card stuff. Yep. On the other side, if you were to take those cards away, it's a typical combo control list. It's got everything that you look for in mono blue control. A few fewer counter spells, I'll admit. Yep. But still, it's got all of the best counter spells. It's got lots of good removal. It's got all that stuff in it. Um, just to fill up your hand like you want to do in a control. I wonder deck. I wonder how big and this isn't an argument for the deck, this is just a question for discussion. I wonder how big the normal group hug shell is. Like um like when you make a goblins deck or when you make an aggro deck. And uh, we always talk about it and we say, oh, like 20 creatures or 29, 30 creatures. That's, sure. a, that's a creature deck, right? What is the group hug deck recipe look like, right? Like is it 20 group hug cards in air quotes and then the rest of it is just filler? I wonder what that looks like. And that's actually me asking the listener audience because I don't have any group hug decks. Group hug proper, I should say. Right. We used to we used to play with a guy who had one, and I never looked at the actual deck itself. But it was very much that politic game, and then wait until everybody's oh we're having fun, we're drawing cards, we're getting big mana, nobody's countering our stuff, nobody's killing anything, and he just like give you a blocker if you were going to die, and he kind of saved the table. And what then, deck was that? I'm trying to remember. Hippogriff. Hippo. Feldegriff? Feldegriff. Feldegriff? was the general of that deck. And it was it was lots of fun to play That's against. It's like the standard group hug yeah. deck because you tap them to give somebody something, right? Exactly. And that's yeah. kind of what I think about. And he definitely played that table game to get you off your guard. And then he just, like, mm-hmm. snipe you real quick. I think quick that's a end. very traditional group hug list. I wonder yeah. if we looked at, let's say, 25 Feldegriff decks, it, we would see reoccurring themes. I'm sure we would. How many of... And, and not, on, not on EDH rec. Right, like go out and find from different websites twenty five different Feldegriff decks and see which are the cards that appear in all twenty five lists. Is there ten of those cards? Is there five of them? Is there thirty five of them? What is the group hug package, as it were? Ooh, Ooh man, that's a good question. Actually, like if you that. have any ideas on that, I think group hug is a mentality. That's my oh, so you, you see in, difference. Oh, yeah, I like that. that. Yeah, you include cards. Based on a mentality, not so much I'm going to win these games or I'm going to control the games until they win. It's just I'm going to put this in because I can Manipi- skew I can, it this way. When I say it that way to this person or when I do it at this time, that's the emotion that it 
uh, evokes. Precisely. And then you get a reaction based on um, the player response as opposed to the game's response. Exactly. Ooh, I think that's, that's some deep magic yeah, theory shit. Yeah. I think that's what uh, group hug is to Ooh, me. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And this deck doesn't do that. This I, deck I makes love my, the deck. Yeah. I have a crew fix so, list, and well, I just want to play Cyclonic Rift like a hundred times yeah, in a row and yeah. say "f you, everybody." Yeah. I don't even want to. I don't even want to overload Cyclonic Rift. I want to cast it for its two mana cost and buy it back or, rege- or um, regrowth it like a hundred times in a row to bounce everything. F everybody. <laughs> I actually do like the deck. It's just the kind of deck I hate playing mm-hmm. against, mm-hmm. and it's not a group hug deck. I would say, and I think it is. It's not bad. No, it's all bad. Exactly. That's the difference between me and Brando. Yes. Oh, did we ever get into it the other day? Oh, hey? didn't we? That yeah. was so intense. About the cats. Yeah, way worse than on the show. Okay, yeah. so ep- was that last week or two weeks two ago? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, uh, we got into a debate on the show, yep. and it ended kind of like this one. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Right? Which is fine. I yeah. like that on the show. Yeah. Oh, Lord. We had a couple beers. I don't know if you believe us. Never. <laughs> that Not happened us. once or twice. And man, where we left off on the show, we just went into it for like an hour. Oh, yeah. And then Clayton had to drive me home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Clayton. Oh, why were you, were you railing at Clayton afterwards, too? No, no, no. No, we, yeah. uh, no, we were talking about uh, my new trees I planted. Neat. Uh, or my garden. How's your garden? It's been so hot. Oh, it's awesome. I have I have like forty seven corn plants all with corn on them. I had four tomato plants last year, and that was enough frozen tomatoes for a year. Wow! This year I have nineteen tomato plants. <laughs> Whoopsie! <laughs> I planted too many. <laughs> I have one, and the tomatoes are this. Uh, they're like a dime. We'll trade around. some. We'll trade some. We'll no, trade. It's excellent. like a commune. <laughs> yes, Commander Cook up commune. <laughs> Goddamn hippie commune! That's what <laughs> yeah, this is. That's right. Okay. Uh, Crewfix, let's get into the deck. We were talking about creatures before this yep. deck, only 13 of them. And uh, for the most part, they are well, Bane of Progress or Edric Spymaster of Trest, things that are going to beat down your opponent. Dean Goody actually said that Bane of Progress can be a win condition. The Bane of Progress is insane in certain decks. Yeah, absolutely. You could, uh, you could Bane of Progress everybody's stuff. And then Bane bounce of progress. their blockers. We should read Bane of Progress because oh, yeah, he actually yeah. is a... And in this deck, actually, he's kind of a house. But you got to remember, if you got all your group hug stuff set up, he destroys all that, too. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think of that. And then he gets monstrous That's off of you playing That's why we pay you the so big bucks is because everybody's got so much stuff. Yep. And boof. Yeah, and, then so, and then Bane of Progress. I can't actually see him from here. Here, so I'll, I'll give him a good-ass read here. So he is a creature elemental 2-2 for green, green, 4 when Bane of Progress enters the battlefield, destroy all artifacts and enchantments. Put a plus one, plus one counter on Bane of Progress for each permanent destroyed this way. He, he gets big. He can get monstrous. I play him in my... Uh, he doesn't have Trample. Oh, if he had Trample, he'd be you too know, good. Or make f- him a 1-1, one, one, give him Trample. Get on it, Wizards. Yeah. He's a 1-1 one, one, one for 6. 1-1 one, one Tramplers for 6? <laughs> Those are like the that's CCO a, special. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> that's Chronicles style. That's yes, what that is. I guess yeah, not Chronicles. Yeah. Arabian Nights. There we go. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. So Bane of Progress, excellent. And you know what I just thought of? Uh, same initials as Birds of Paradise. Ooh. Uh, bop. I'll tap six, bop. And I'll go, what? Why are you tapping six? Not that bop. Not that bop. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, the other type of creature, I guess, are going to be your standard, we would think, group hug creatures. If 
group hug creatures did exist. Yes, like get on it, CCO Nation. That's our hashtag. I'm making it a thing. We'll make it a thing. Yeah, Commie of the butt crack. I want to talk about him because I'm really excited to see him again. Oh yeah, we did a whole episode on that guy, and he's in this deck, and he's smiling and he's grinning, and his butt crack is as glowing as ever. Each each his butt crack is right there, and there's a moon on the card. Yeah, like did they mean to do that? Totally. I think so. 100%. So Thank he's you, a legendary creature spirit at the beginning of each player's upkeep. That player draws an additional card. Nice. Yeah, he's a 1-3 for 2. I think that's probably a pretty standard group hug card. Braids, Conjure, Adapt, that's another one. Who was that tree folk dude from uh, Future Sight that was in here? I kind of liked right him. Right here, right here. Heartwood Storyteller is a 2-3 tree folk for green, green, 1. Whenever a player casts a non-creature spell. Each of that player's opponents may draw a card. See, I like that card actually. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy some of those. I like that I, one. I forgot all about him, but I like him. I'm gonna get some how of those. How many monies? How many how many monies? Uh, we're looking at it on deck stats. It doesn't give us a price. It doesn't give us any of those sweet information things that we like to give you. Dudes. WTF? Good card. Probably a couple bucks. Pretty good. Let's go, Cadeli. Oh, this was in the list that that one guy sent. Um, Alex Sid, Cadeli. Let's give her a read, then we'll move on from the creature. She is. New Commander 2016 Partner Commander, green, blue, two for a human wizard. Tap two, add a colorless to your mana pool for each card you've drawn this turn. That's very good. Yeah, especially like in this kind of deck. Okay, so you, um, Let's you, get use, your, the, yeah. you, you use your saved up Krufix mana. Let's whatever, 10, 12, 15 mana. You double it with doubling cube, which doubles the mana in your mana pool. You dump it all into a, a Blue Sun Zenith or like a Prosperity so everybody draws 20 cards. And then you tap your Cadeli for 20 mana. And then you cast another Prosperity type effect and mill everybody else out. Ooh, that's so super fun. I'm so <laughs> glad it. that you, just happened. I have happened. the biggest smile on my face right now. I know you. <laughs> I want to slap it right off your stupid face. I like it. <laughs> Instance. <laughs> that was the worst. Uh, 23 of them. So that is your kind of closer to you, what you're talking about. Blue, yes. control, lots of removal. I actually have that down in the strength section of the deck for a Simic deck. It's got lots of kill target thing. Yes. Uh, over and above counter target thing, which is cool. Um, lots of, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. I Sorceries. prefer removal over countering things. I don't know if I've ever said that on the show. And that's not because I'm... Uh, but it's just, I like the feel of it, again, as like a political move. Because at least yeah. then you get to cast your stuff. There's nothing worse than sitting there with a mitt full of cards and you're trying to play stuff. And it's just like, nope, 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 nope. Yeah. It's like, God damn it. You know what? As a black player, I can appreciate that. As a, as a critical or a logical thinker. You it, totally don't want to do that. That's counterintuitive well, to you playing magic. Here, here's the thing to anybody who says, I hate counter spells. I don't let me play my stuff. Right? Of course they don't. That's the point. They, Of course they don't, but neither does cast my creature. Does it resolve? Yes, it resolves, but I'm going to terror it. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. it's the same thing. You don't get to do anything with your card anyways. Yeah. Unless it doesn't it, enter it, the battlefield. Enter trigger, the battlefield but... effect. That is the only difference, and lots of cards do in Commander, so I'm not saying that that's a negligible point. Yes. But if the reason that you cast a creature by and large is to attack with it, and before you can attack with it, I just Doomblade it. It's the same thing yeah. as countering it or bouncing it. The exact same thing has happened in most cases. Yeah. But I just like to do spot removal. Anyway, anyway yeah. on with this instance and sorceries. Sorceries. 11 of them. 
Uh, anyone of particular note? Uh, ooh, yeah. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Uh, this one, Whelming Wave. <laughs> yes! I like Whelming Wave a lot. I forgot all about that card. I'm a super big fan of it. It's the one that bounces. It's for blue, blue, two. Return all, what, non-Kraken, non-Leviathan, non-Octopus, non-Squid creatures to their owner's hands? Serpent creatures. Serpents. I just like that a lot. because it, it saves all of Blue's big, dumb idiots that you're not playing anyway because oh, they're all terrible. I love big, dumb yeah. idiots. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we should make a... You know what? I, I was just going to say, we should make a uh, sea monster deck, but those exist everywhere. They do. I think that's one not of those. Not super spicy if you looked up... Uh, Rexiel? Thassa, God of the Sea, or Rexiel, or Tromocratus. Mm. Uh, same yeah, same deck. Wizards beat us to it. Dang it. Bastards. We'll get them. Okay. Artifacts and enchantments. We got nine and eight, respectively, are- and that's where you're going to see most of your group hugginess in this deck, apart from the creatures. So yes. if we look at kind of a, a cross-section of them, uh, we have got at uh, Awakening, for example, at the beginning of each upkeep, untap all creatures and all lands. That's all of them for everybody. Yes. So everybody can do untap or everybody can do uh, Profit Accrue Fix or um, what's it? Seedborn Muse every turn. Yes. And just so everybody's on the level here, how does that look when you're playing against a heavy control deck? Or not so great. <laughs> even better, a heavy control crew fix deck where you could just tap all your yeah, lands yeah. again. Yeah. Yep. All of a sudden, it's not so great. Yep. And you pair it with uh, something like Cure's Follower, which lets you untap another target permanent. So you, in response to Awakening, you tap Cure's Follower to untap two things. So you got untap two things on the stack. So you can untap your uh, uh, the other one, Doubling Cube. To double your mana twice in every single turn. So huggy. I feel I so know. loved. Imagine all the cards that all of you and your friends can draw. Yeah. Yeah. Like the one that's underneath the one that's on the bottom of the library. That's Don't the draw one. that one. Yeah, that's the one that when you draw it, you lose. Because <laughs> no. that's where that's going. be the most terrible card to play. Why would you play that in your deck? Right? No. Doubling cube. Let's give that a read because I've mentioned it a couple times. I okay. don't want to get yelled at on the internet. Uh, artifact for two. <laughs> oh, sorry, y'all tryhards. Artifact for two, you pay three and tap it and double the amount of each type of mana in your mana pool. Mostly Ooh. colorless, but it's a big number. It's very good. Yeah, with Krufix, it turns into colorless after, mm-hmm. but uh, during your turn, if you make colored and then you double it during the same turn, that's lots of colored mana. It's a very good card. Three blue at least for... Blue Sun Zenith. Oh, back yeah. on he is playing Blue Sun Zenith. Of course he is. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, so we're back on to this uh, artifact and enchantment here. We're getting yeah, off yeah. on a tangent. What else do you like here? I like Propaganda. Propaganda is a good one. Solid blue control card. Yep. Uh, what else do we got? Burgeoning Dictate of Karametra. What else is in here that's fun? Heartbeat of Spring I enjoy. Let's give this one a read because I have to read this one every single time I see it. It's an enchantment from Kamigawa. Ugh. <laughs> Whenever a player taps a land for mana, that player adds an additional mana of any type that land produced. That's not really what it says, but it's close. Yeah. That's uh, basically it's a mana doubler. mana flare. Yeah. Green mana flare. Green mana flare. And it costs one less in green. Uh, stupid green. Yeah. Doing everything that red does so better. <laughs> and it's got your other, like, I guess, rights of flourishing is another one that you just kind of expect to see. That's a CCO staple. Yes, it is. It's uh, enchantment for green two. At the beginning of each player's draw step, that player draws an additional card. Each player may pay an additional land 
on each of his or her turns. Very good. So it gives you double card draw, double uh, double land draw. And it on its own will typically buy you a couple of turns of nobody hitting you. Uh, yep. In I our like in our play group, at least. Definitely good group hug, good political card. Yep. Right? Definitely want to just could, play it. Just I could drop it. Hey, look at I got you your two extra lands. Don't counter my thing. Yeah, this we're gonna be able to play two games tonight because of me, because I oh, doubled the yeah. speed of this one. Doubling the speed of the game, right. uh, kind of, sort of, sort of. <laughs> it, it gets you to where you want to be faster, and everybody yep. likes that. Yep, that's right. Um, Moving on. Yes, to the artifacts, I guess we've got like doubling cube. We talked about that a whole bunch of times. we got a bunch of multiple draw spells, Born Temple agreed, Bell. Howling Mine, Temple Bell. Yeah, those are all draw an additional card during the turn type cards. And then that bottom one, we gotta, we got to read that one given the earlier Awakening interaction that we talked about. We should probably read this one. Oh, yeah. Videlkin Ori, getting more popular in Commander. Price going up. Mm-hmm. You may cast non-land cards as though they had flash so good yep and you know what he's got ley line of anticipation in here as well yep. which does the same thing except you can start the game with it in play <laughs> <laughs> so very um, excellent when you have mana saved up via crew fix and you're drawing more and more all the time you can play them whenever you want and i like the redundancy because you could just play one of them but he's playing both of them because they Why are... Why play one when you can play two? They're, and they're that powerful that you do want to play two, right? Correct. Yep. So, okay, moving on. Card draw spells. So these are different types of cards, not just the, uh, not just the card type, but the type of card. <laughs> what? <laughs> 17 different card draw spells. Now, these include the all draw, like everybody draw X cards, everybody draws cards, and Howling Minus. Yeah, so... Very much card drawy. You're getting the blue, you're getting the green, you're getting the group hug in there for sure. Targeted removal. This is the control portion of it. 16 of them. It's lots. If you're looking at for counters. For a Simic deck, that's huge. Yeah. I, I, especially for a Simic deck. I have that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, counter spells, Cyclonic Rift when you don't overload it. Artifact and enchantment removal. That's all rolled in there. So it's not just the creature removal. Because, well, in Commander, Artifacts and Enchantments, they're going to kill you too. right? Mass removal, including Mass Bounce, Cyclonic Rift Overloaded, and things like Bane of Progress, eight. That's also quite a few. That's also quite a few. Yeah. Maybe this is a control deck. It's a control deck. <laughs> no, I told you it was I'm a control deck. I'm not convinced yet. <laughs> okay. Uh, ramp spells, not Mana Rocks and not Mana Dorks, eight. I am including Seedborn Muse in that. Right, cause I it, think that's fair. Do you include Awakening as well? In, yes, I do. Okay. Because in Crufix, Awakening is just straight pump and value right into the deck. Yeah. Just like uh, Seedborn Muse is doing the same thing. Mana Rocks and Dorks. Now, on top of that eight, there's still seven more ramp spells and dorks. Or, sorry, uh, Mana Rocks and Dorks. Yeah. Good God. Yeah, and I am including things in there like Kiora's Follower. So that's the untap another target permanent card. Yeah. Right? Um. There's a card threshold. It, okay, so you tap it to uh, untap target land. If you have threshold, you tap it to untap two target land. Three lands. Three lands. Um, we should find that card using the internet. Fuck! I'm the greatest. Uh, yeah, Croson Restorer. All that stuff that Brando edited out. I guessed it right. Just by the by. Yeah. Magic or radio? Though you don't. You guys don't know that. You didn't hear all that stuff. <laughs> Um, well, is he in here? He's not in here. Croson Restorer is not in here, maybe because it costs three, and it only untaps one land. 
by default, yeah. threshold it untaps three. Threshold is too fair of an ability. In I most think cases. The, the the floor and the ceiling on this card are both higher than Kiora's Follower, but Kiora's Follower is the good middle ground that you're just gonna baseline get every time. I concur. Yeah, I think that that's a good choice. Um, plus, it's a Merfolk. It is a Merfolk, yes. I don't know if you like that or not, but whatever. Yep. So I guess the last thing that I want to talk about before we get into any of the the little subtle nuances of the deck, if we haven't already covered them, <laughs> is good use of utility lands, Dean Goody. Indeed. But big ups to you. But but I always think there's more room for utility lands. Where is the Halimar Depths, the Lumbering Falls, Yavamaya Coast, Mirrorpool? Let's you rebuy back uh, uh, instants and sorceries from your graveyard. That's not in here? Killing me. Dean Goody. Dean. Dean He's Goody. got Alchemist Refuge. Let's you cast non-land cards as though they had flash. Ooh. That's redundancy. We just talked about that being a really good effect. In it's this not deck. as good as buying back your stuff. Uh, well, no, it's, it's as good as buying back your stuff. But you know what buying back your stuff is better than? Forest. <laughs> yes. Is it better than Island. Toss up. Oh, that's a close one. Yeah, yeah. Definitely better than Forest, though. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Besiju. Uh, did did we I talk? say it right? Besiju? Besiju. We should, if we have any uh, Asian-speaking listeners, if yeah. you want to text us a pronouncer. We've talked about Besiju before, but we kind of shy away from it because lots of times we're creature decks, and it's actually pretty expensive. But um, So it comes into play tapped, and you can tap it, pay two life, add one dear mana pool, if that mana is spent on instants and sorcery spells, that spell can't be countered by spells and abilities. It's very good. And with Krufix, that mana stays in your mana pool, so you have to keep track of it. Hey, yeah. Subtle nuance to keep, uh, to mm-hmm. keep track of. That's and important. it says you, if that mana is spent, not you can only cast it on instants and sorceries. So it's not like you have to keep 700 different dice on your Krufix. It's... I mean, just keep track that you do have this mana. Or if you doubling cube that one, now you have two of them where you can cast them on two separate instants and sorceries, and they both can't be countered. Dang. Whoa. Maybe this is a control deck. I think it's a control deck, Ryan. (laughs) Oh, okay. It's walking like a duck and quacking like a duck and swimming like a duck. It's swimming through a big vault of money with its three nephews like a duck. (laughs) Okay, it's a duck and a control deck. If it's a control deck, <laughs> we've got a couple good strengths for control decks to have. Good ramp package. Yep. Good removal package. Excellent. Probably important regardless of what kind of deck it is. Yes. Going back to, what was it, episode 11 in the Arc of the Archetype? Uh, that was when we did the overview of all of the, or the, the three or four main archetypes in EDH that you see. Right. I think that control deck and aggro decks both had really good ramp and really good removal. Very important. And it's important in any deck in EDH, really. Unless you're playing like a hyper-tuned combo deck that the average mana cost is like two. Yeah, unlike this hyper-tuned combo deck, the average <laughs> mana cost is you like six. You said it was a control deck. <laughs> combo control. <laughs> Group hug. <laughs> um, non-threatening board presence. I think that that's a thing with this deck. I think it's a thing with this deck the first couple of times. Because your playgroup's going to get wise to this. They're going to get wise to... Um, the group gonna, hug here is a trick and a smoke screen. It's not a group hug. I, I think that that's group hug in general, though. 
I think that's yeah, all group hug. But decks. this is more of a smokescreen too. Like a group hug deck, if you just if you want to pummel a group hug player, you can beat down you just a group hug player. Pummel them, yeah. yeah you just this beat, deck is harder to pummel despite yeah. being a group hug deck. It's d- it's more difficult to just beat this deck to death. But maybe it's it, just a better way to do group hug. Like, it's a it's a competitive way to do group hug. I was gonna say a group hug deck that gives you a higher win percentage. This is the group hug deck you take to an event and play against people you don't know because you ah, can't play group. And that's when you say it's a group hug deck. Yeah. Yeah. And then everybody goes, "Oh, look at this pleb." Yes. But really, you're a control snob, and you got your dark glasses on, and your thing pulled real low, and you're wearing your priest frock, and you're getting ready to go. <laughs> I think that people would wise up to things like doubling cube, things like. Videlkin Ori, Leyline of Anticipation, Seedborn Muse, if they're not already wise to Seedborn Muse. Yeah. Um, those cards, not very threatening. Not as threatening as Big Daddy Butt Sex or Ulamog. Yeah, on their for own, example, for sure, right? yeah. But in um, a control deck like this... Especially when you yeah. mix them with Crufix, who just lets you keep storing mana, storing mana, storing mana. Because it's very innocuous. Yep. You don't look at Crufix and think, well, you Do you know, think that Crufix makes the deck tick? Yes. I this think, deck wouldn't be as good with any other general. If Crufix was in the 99, the deck wouldn't be as good. I think so. I play a few similar cards in my Crufix deck that let me draw cards so I can win with combo. And when you when your Crufix is like even on five or six and you draw into your Blue Sun Zenith, oh, it's like a new game. It's like you're not even playing the same game anymore. It's like playing because Dredge. You, you just go different. like Blue Sun f- for six for free. Your hand's full or has 12 cards in it. You don't have a maximum hand size because of crew fix. It's awesome. Yeah. And then it's just like I can do whatever I want. Oh, yeah, we're, we're getting lightning. The dude yeah. in the studio next to us has given us the lightning. The lightning hand signs. But it's it, like, it looks like jazz hands. I was just going to say, it looks different. like jazz hands except we're going to die. Yeah, except we might burn in a fire. That seems like an American Horror Story type thing. Somebody's giving you jazz hands right before they murder you. Yeah, it does sound like an American Horror Story thing. Except then like Lady Gaga is the one murdering you and I'm okay with that. Yeah. yeah if I'm going to get murdered by somebody, Lady I Gaga. I like Gaga. Hey, she's so good. She's excellent. <laughs> okay, last little thing I wanted to talk about in the deck here. I got We do some little tiny little mini how to play, lines of play type thing. And I was thinking with the seven mana rocks and dorks, that could give you like 60% chance of crew fix on turn four. And it gives you like 20% chance of crew fix on turn three. That's nuts. Yeah. That could be insane. And these gods are really good in EDH, especially as your commander, because they're very difficult to get rid of. Yeah, especially that early in the game. Especially when they're still in... Because you don't have devotion to seven. Not at at turn three. No, and and I mean, what hits them, really, at two, three mana? Yeah. There's... I can't think of any enchantment removal at two mana. Well... Let's remove it from the game. That. Because you have to exile. There's there's a race, I think, from one of the new sets. I think is white one, remove an enchantment from the game. Erase. There are yeah. very few of them. Yeah. Um, there are plenty of erases. It's been printed many times. Yes. <laughs> but other than that. Um, so a couple other things. I was thinking turn one, two, you ramp into turn four, crew fix. Turn two or three could be howling mine type effects. Right? You play ramp, turn two, howling mine. Turn three is crew fix 60% of the time, every time. No. Right? The sooner you can get out crew fix the sooner you can start generating that incremental value for late game bomb, late game 12, late game draw 20, late game you can't stop me because you've just accrued value over the course of the game where 
normally decks uh, try to build some kind of value. You've already started building it on turn three or four. Yeah. I think that that's very powerful. It's super strong. And that's the point, I think, that we're trying to get at with this deck is it's very tuned and it's very um, well-constructed to do what it's meant to do. So it's tricky to talk about. You just look at the list and you can immediately see what it's doing. Oh, yeah. You say, oh, yeah, that, that, that's the deck. That goes in the deck. Yeah. That's, there it is. Yeah. Like we could sit here and talk about how the deck works. Everybody's like, well, you already told us what the cards do. Yeah. I'm looking at the list because I always follow along very intently with the show, Ryan and Brando. <laughs> so I already know what this deck does. It's very simple. It's not like it only does one thing and that's boring. And it's just it does what it does very, very you know, well. Exactly. And you know what? I'm thinking again, my question, does the deck uh, does the deck tick without Crufix? And I'm thinking no, because not only does he let you keep your incremental mana advantage and he lets you hold on to your double mana advantage, but he also lets you hold on to your double card drawing. You know how it is when there's some dude who's got Howling Mine and Font of Mythos or Howling Mine and Temple Bell like this deck plays, and you've got... Uh, Eight cards in your hand at the end of turn. At yeah. the end of turn three, you're playing you things. A... Yeah, you're playing things just to get them out of your hand. Exactly. You I didn't yet. want to play this, but I don't want to discard it either. This deck doesn't have to worry about that. Exactly. It just drops its extra mana. It taps for two extra. The abilities are very synergistic with yeah, one another. I He's like a very well designed card. I like that. I like it. So two other sections. We have got card, card of the of week. The week. week. There is no card. There of the is week. no card of the week. Sorry, Dean. Yeah, this deck is not a card of the week. <laughs> yeah, nope. uh, uh, goes back to what we were just saying. Everything is in there and is goes in there. Yep, it's what you expect to see. There was nothing. We were looking through it. We were trying really hard to find a card of the week, and it's like no, no. The closest thing that I saw was something that I had never seen in a long time. I forgot that the card existed. The glamour is an instant for green one. Choose target artifact or enchantment. Its owner shuffles it into his or her library. And I thought, that is so unique. And then I thought, oh, wait a second. Disenchant. Harmonize. Shatter. Wait a second. Yeah. Oh, no. What's kind of weird about that card, I just Sorry, noticed. Sorry, not it. harmonize. That draws you cards. <laughs> Naturalize. Naturalize. Looking at this, it says choose target. And usually choose is different than target, a la clone, because you can choose things with shroud or hexproof. Whereas this card, could you choose something with... Because it also says target. Yeah, you can't choose something... You can't target something with Hexproof. I don't care what the first word of the sentence (laughs) says. You can't target it. Just interesting wording, throwing that out there. Yeah. Stupid de-glamour. Yeah. But that's as close as we got. I'm going to play Naturalize just to not confuse myself. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm going to play Smash to Smithereens because I'm going to play Red. Yes, yep. I like that lots. So we're going into the next fun section of the show, which is the milk list. Everybody loves the milk list. <laughs> Never do that again. <laughs> Sorry, it's, I'm trying to be sexy. Okay, my favorite part of the show. For the new listeners, we are going to edhrec.com. Actually, we have a document saved that Don Miner from EDH published on Twitter that I totally ripped off. Thanks, Don. And what it is is every single color identity, in this case Simic or blue-green, and the most popular card from zero converted mana cost all the way up to, in this case, 15 converted mana 15! cost. 15! In Simic. So these are the milk lists because they are the not spicy. They take the spice out. Yep. And uh, that would be because most milk does have some amount of animal fat in it. And 
capsaicin, the thing that binds to the heat receptors on your tongue, is fat-soluble. Just throwing that out there. That's some biochemistry for you for the day. That was the sound of that going way over my head. <laughs> okay. At the zero converted mana cost slot. Boom. Ever-flowing chalice. No. Hmm. Soul ring. Yes. Cyclonic rift at two. Yes. Eternal witness at three. No. Hmm. Very strange. Mystic snake at four. It's a good card. And he is not playing it. Not in there. Dang. Acidic slime at five. No. Prime speaker Zagana at six. No. That surprises me, actually. I figured she'd be in here. This should be a good card. I like that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she, what does she do? Destroy and then get bigger? No, she gets a bunch of counters and then draws you cards equal to the number of counters oh, on yeah, her. Yeah, She's yeah, really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, seven, Avengers Zendikar. Nope. Eight, Big Daddy Butt Sex Terastodon. Nope. Nine, Artisan of Kozilek. Nope. Ten, Jin Gitaxis. Nope. Eleven, Ulamog. Nope. Oldamog, I should say. Twelve, Enter the Infinite. Nope. Thirteen, Emrakul the Promised End. Nope. 14, Blink Moth Infusion. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Uh, 15, Emrakul the Aeon's Torn. Nope. Island. Yes. Uh, play more utility lands. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cut all your islands. That was a joke. Yes, cut the forests. Uh, milk List. Two. That's pretty good. That's good. Yep. But we talked about this before the show. Milk List isn't an indicator of overall spiciness. Yes. And we figure this deck might just be... It's super spicy. We'll get into the spice formula here next. Yep. But uh, actually, I want to talk about something else before we get into the spicy. Uh, yeah, Jinga uh, Taxes. Yes, we talked about that before the show. Let me say this thing first. We talked about this. We're like, Crufix doesn't play this kind of group hug stuff, but this isn't a typical Crufix deck, but it's a very good Crufix deck. This probably should be a standard Crufix deck, actually. I I'll bet think you the spice... it's probably a pretty good deck. I'll bet you if enough people look at this, because they should, because it's very good. People will make this, because it would be fun to play, just not against me, because I'll mist cut or hydra <laughs> yeah. you to fucking death. <laughs> yeah, if anybody plays it, don't play it against Brando. Yeah, because Brando <laughs> removal you is what's going to happen. Um, but it's a really good deck, and I think that this deck will get less spicy over time, because as this gets out, I think more people will play it. And that's a, I think that's a big compliment to the deck builder. Uh, I think so. I think when I compare this to my Crufix deck, which is your your standard, it's got a few combos in there because I'm a combo player, but mostly it's a control deck. Uh, it's got like Eternal Witness and Mnemonic Wall and Archaeomancer to get things back from your graveyard to cast them again, a la Time Warp. Right. So you can take multiple turns in a row. That's how the deck generates its value instead of untapping every turn. You just take multiple turns in a row. I like the card Awakening. And it's a great card. from a budget standpoint, I'd rather spend a couple bucks at Awakening probably is instead of uh, Time Warp or Time uh, Stretch because those cards are getting expensive. Yeah. They're going if I could there. just toss an Awakening in there and make it so less people hate me because I'm not playing Time Warp anymore. I have an Awakening, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe, that's, maybe that's what I do. I think this is a really great deck, but I, I wanted to talk about this earlier, and I think it's a good show to talk about this on Jin Gitaxis, oh, yeah, the yeah, core yeah. auger. Now, I don't know if we need to read him. Let's give him a read just yeah. so people know who the heck we're talking about because he is a dick. So Jin Gitaxis, he was in the 10-drop milk list spot on in Simic. Yes. And Dean Goody doesn't play him, but it's because Dean Goody's not a dick. Exactly. Krufix isn't a dick either. Uh, Jin Gitaxis is a... Legendary creature Praetor for blue, blue, eight, and he's a 5-4 flash. At the beginning of your end step, draw seven cards. Each opponent's maximum hand size 
is reduced by seven. Okay. Now you read that <laughs> and you're thinking, holy, that's that's madness. And I think the, the reason I want to talk about this is I think as a commander, he is a, a beginner's trap. Ooh. I think that people look at Jenga Taxis and think, this guy's so broken. I'm going to break him. I want to play control. I'm a control snob. I want to draw seven cards. I want to make it so you don't have a maximum hand size. And on and on and on and on it goes. And really, he's totally fair and totally balanced. Because he costs 10. Because he costs 10. And he's a 5-4. And he has no evasion. You're not going to beat anybody to death with a 5-4 for 10. Unless you're playing one hell of a control game. Mm Mm-hmm. And he can also be totally invalidated by a land. If you play a reliquary tower, Jenga <laughs> yeah. Taxis is even more just a 5-5 five, five for 10. 5-4. Uh, yeah. Even worse. 5-4 for 10. I just think that a lot of people look at Jenga Taxis, and I looked at Jenga Taxis too the first time he was printed and thought, holy crap. But I think, especially in EDH, I think he's actually the weakest of the five Praetors. That is exactly where I was going yeah. with that. I didn't tell you that. Is yeah. There's five Praetors. Yep. Top five, strongest to weakest. I'm going to say Elish Norn is probably oh, the strongest. Oh, I forgot about Elish Norn. I was thinking, who's the white one? I think Elish Norn is the strongest one. Elish then... Norn gives your dudes plus two and your opponent's dudes minus two. minus two with vigilance, and she's a four seven. Yeah, she's giant. And she costs less. She doesn't cost ten. Yeah, she costs like seven. Yeah, uh, I think after that it would probably be Shieldred. Uh, Shieldred makes your opponents sacrifice during their upkeep, and you reanimate to play during your upkeep. Yeah, and also... Doesn't cost 10. And uh, she's got Swamp Walk, which is a, a relevant ability. Yeah, in black, because you can play all lands or swamps, dot yeah, land. Yeah. Uh, after that is what? Vorinclex? Vorinclex doubles your mana. Dean Goody, play Vorinclex. Yeah, doubles your mana, and makes their mana not untap. And I think he's a 7 6 with Trample. He's like an 8 6 an or eight, something for Trample. That also costs less than 10. You think that he's the third most? Over the red guy? Red guy gives all your guys haste. And, and all, all their your guys... opponent's shit comes to play tapped. Yeah. You can get that on an enchantment in white for one. So Yeah, and he's like a 5-4 haste or something. Yeah, he's he's good, but he's not broken I think Vorinclex is better than, um, what is his name again? Um, Urabrask. Urabrask, yes, he's the Urabrask red one. Urabrask is the red one. I think that Jinkataxis is better than Urabrask. I think Urabrask is the fifth and Jinkataxis is... The fourth. As a commander, even? Uh, in the 99. Okay, in the 99. I yeah, think they're all enough. kind of bad commanders. Except, except for, for Elish Elish Norn. Norn. Yeah, Elish <laughs> yes, Norn is amazing. probably very good because white plays all the rest of the anthems. Yeah. And you play tokens in white and you play yeah. pump everybody in white. Yeah, yeah I think Jenga Tax is the best, or Elish Norn is the best commander. Yeah, but, but going back to Jenga Tax, I think he's a beginner's trap and I think he's a super fairly designed card that's a great card in the 99, but as soon as you see somebody playing him as a general, you know they're a control snob. Or a pleb. So Ugh. take it easy on And them. you know what? I'm okay with plebs because lots of times... That's how you learn. They just got to learn. Yep. And, they'll and take, here at Commander uh, Commander Cookout Podcast... We're here to teach you. Yeah. CCO yeah. Nation. Yeah. We're here to, to make you better by uh, helping you learn from our mistakes. Yeah. Most definitely. Back to crew fix. The final thing that we want to do is spice calculator. We'll blow through it quickly because we are getting short on time. When I made the... Notes for this show, there was 895 crew fix lists. Wow. Second most popular Simic commander on EDHREC.com. Who was the first one? Uh, Azuri Claw of Progress. Not surprising. Yeah, not surprising because he was a commander Mm. product commander. And we've talked about that on the show before. Yeah, which I'm fine with. Yeah, I'm fine with that too. It's (laughs) fine. You shut your mouth. You want to die? (laughs) It's fine. It's all good. Average converted mana cost of the deck, 
actually pretty good. 3.16. Right where you want to live. Even lower a little bit than we want to live. Usually we see 3.4, 3.5. Way to go, Dean Goody. Yeah. Critical turn. Oh, I said 5 because 5 is the maximum. Even if you get a crew fix on turn 3, you can't... You're not swinging to win on turn yeah, 3. Yeah, I didn't see any ways of generating infinite mana or an arbitrarily large number of mana prior to that without accruing it with crew fix. Like yes. organically crew fix style. Yeah. And... Uh, Optimal game size, you could probably go four all the way up to six players with this deck because yeah. it's probably fast enough. Th- this deck really does kill everybody equally. All at once. That's a group hug thing, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it could be three other people or five other people. Yeah. Whatever. So I put six just to uh, just because it can do six people. Right. Now, this is the good part is on EDH Rec versus Dean Goody's list that we're looking at, 38 cards different in Dean's list than the stock EDH deck. Spicy list. meatball. That's going to go down. We should revisit this at like on episode 40, and I'll bet you that number is lower. I bet I, it is. I bet you it's going to. Because people are going to figure this out, and this is really good. You know what? All of it added together gives us a spiciness rating of 57.97. Let's say 58. Yeah, that, that's the kind that makes your eyeballs tear up, and you're kind of, oh, I don't want to eat this anymore, but that's you do because it's delicious. Um, I like it. I like it too. I'm a big fan of this deck. Yep. Don't think it's a group hug deck, but I'm a big fan <laughs> of the, the deck. For the record. Yeah. Yeah. I think that you should run through the social media coordinates because it is so ugly outside now, and we're probably going to get swept off out of Kansas yeah. we're if probably, we stay yeah, here We're anymore. probably going to get struck by lightning here in a few minutes. So before we get hit by lightning, CCO Podcast on Twitter and tappedout.net, Commander Cookout at Gmail and on iTunes and on Commander Society and on Podomatic. You can follow us any of those places. We really, really like it. We're doing giveaways and stuff. Uh, I think that's everything. That was uh, fast. We, tomorrow when we get together... For our weekly drink and magic. Yep. Let's pick out a couple of nice foils for somebody. Okay, we'll video it if you if we need video evidence of them being picked at random from the box. I have no more room on my phone. I'm sure somebody there has a phone that can video it. Okay. Yeah. So we'll figure that out and we'll get that off to somebody at random. We'll get some coordinates for the next episode and we'll get our things sent off. That is our fourth episode in our arc of the internet. Next week, we're going to do something super special, super exciting, and I'm really pumped for it. Oh, I'm actually yeah. excited, too, because it's something that nobody's ever done before. Yeah, nobody's ever like, done actually. this. actually. <laughs> and, that's, and that's really cool. It's going to put us on the map and send us rocketing way higher than we are now, possibly sixth on the Potomatic rankings. And you're gonna Oh, f- no, we hit sixth! Holy crap! Fifth! On the Potomatic rankings. We're going straight to fifth. And we're going to go straight to number five, possibly number four, after the next Commander Cookout podcast. Hit our theme song. <laughs>